welcome to the Kids Planet Podcast. An opportunity to explore the highs and lows of raising under fives. Here's your host, Victoria Jones. Hi and welcome back to another episode of All Things Early Years. Today we're once again joined by men. With me is Chris Whitfield from Miscarriage for Men and Stefan Edwards from Dads in Mind. Um, thank you for joining us, guys. Thanks very much. Appreciate your time. Welcome. Thank you. So we were meant to do this last week. We were just chatting offline a minute ago that life gets in the way. The idea was we would coincide this episode with... Um, men's health week that didn't happen but I've got you both on today because we wanted to talk about something that seems to be starting to get a wider profile but it's still very much not talked about and that is men's mental health and in particular experiences of um of dads um and, and postnatal depression and issues around dad's experiences of miscarriage so I don't know if you want to just both uh chip in tell me guys both what you what you do and what your organization's about chris if you want to kick off first that'd be great yeah no problem um so yeah so my name's chris whitfield um i'm 34 year old uh, from up in newcastle um back in february uh myself and my wife had a had a miscarriage and you know there's never a nice time to go through a miscarriage but when you're going through a miscarriage in the middle of a pandemic as well with all the regulations that's going on and stuff like that um it seems, you know, uh, that it seems to be a difficult scenario to be in. Um, I've had numerous conversations with guys in the in the in the past couple of months who've been in a similar scenario, whereby they've been kept out of the maternity wards and out of the maternity rooms and stuff like that, and not being able to be there to help their partners. The big thing for me was was um, it was never about me getting professional help. I mean, my first and foremost was making sure my wife, and my daughter, were all right. Um, and then on the back of that, I wanted to speak to some sort of peer-to-peer support group where I could get some assistance and find out, right, guys, what's next? What should I prepare myself for? And I struggled to do that when I went on to Google, and it seems that a lot of it seems to be hidden. And I've since found other groups who do similar to what I do. But I took this upon myself to be an opportunity to be able to uh, create something where I could help other people going forward who might not necessarily want professional help, but want to speak to a group of guys just with lived in experience um, and be able to help them move forward in the experience that they're going to be going through. And so built was Miscarriage for Men. So what, why do you think it is that we are in this position that, you know, women talk very freely, and very openly in, in the majority case about their experiences, but men just don't? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty certain that Stefan will probably agree with us here. I think it's more to do with, uh, you know, the social stigma of it because, you know, guys are, you know, we have this uh, this this moment where we, we have to be the strong ones. We have to be the dependable ones. And I think, it, you know, a lot of people seem to think that it's a sign of weakness if you start opening up about your feelings and stuff, which isn't the case. You know, everybody should be able to open up about their feelings freely without being judged. And yeah. that was the that was the whole reason behind what I wanted to do was to say, guys, do you know what it is? If you want to come online and chat to somebody, come and talk to us. You can do it anonymously. You don't have to give away your name. Um, you can chat in a forum, you know, get get replies from other guys who are involved um, and just realize that you're not alone. You know, you, there is other people out there like you who, you know, whether you're struggling or not, being able to offer that support yeah and Stefan if we can just cut across to you because the, the stuff that Chris is saying there resonates with the I'm guessing with the sort of support that you offer for dads in mind 
Yeah, so Dads in Mind, we work with dads across a range of kind of issues, really. And it's we support dads um, in, in the period just before baby arrives and also mainly in the kind of year or so afterwards. Um, a whole range of kind of different different kind of complex things going on for dads. And, you know, it's just, just nice, you know, as you were saying, sort of having um, a place where you can, you know, talk about things with pe- with with peers, you know, um, other dads. Um, you know, we speak to a lot of people who, you know, for whatever reason, would would never consider going to sort of a clinical setting, um, and just sort of having that that friendly approach, I think, is 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 really important. And you know, picking up on a couple of things that you were saying there as well, I think you're right about that that stigma. Um, I think it's getting better. I think you know, a lot with a lot of groups, you know, like ours, um, but also a lot of sort of high profile people, um, celebrities, and, and and people kind of speaking more openly. I think that really helps. Um, and I think uh, there's a lot with dads as well, again, kind of picking up on, on what you touched on before about that need to start, sort of that feeling that you need to look after mum and baby first. And, and we end up speaking to quite a lot of dads, actually, um, because we're part of Bluebell, who, who support, you know, a charity who support the mum. It's quite common for us to speak to a dad um, sort of three to six months after um the mum's already sort of started speaking to bluebell so there is quite often that delay with dads that um things maybe get bottled up a bit longer than than they should and i think encouraging people to to talk about things sooner and not sort of let it get to that crisis point i think is yeah. really important absolutely and I, I guess regrettably the state that it is it, these things miscarriage pregnancy you know infertility they are seen rightly or wrongly as primarily primarily women's issues I guess so that it's not for a man to talk about so yeah the very fact that your organizations do exist to give that forum that place that voice for a, for a man to share their views is is just amazing but you know when you when you kind of do a little bit of research around it the, the likes of um Chrissy Teigen and, and Meghan Markle when they announced pregnancy losses um last year you know there was a there was a huge outpouring on sort of the likes of social media but sad that it was primarily focused on their loss with sort of very little mention of their partners um at the time and and like you say yes there is a there is an improvement people are starting to but how how do you get to the point where it becomes just an equal issue it's it's not just a, a you know sort of a female a female topic of conversation how how do you both work with the guys that you are to get to to improve this situation yeah i think you know one of the things that we're doing now is is um i'm obviously at at the moment i'm still just a one-man band at the moment there's just me but um i will have three more guys joining um our organization from the end of this week and we're going to start um working with other uh charity organizations in order to to uh, drive this forward and you know try to bring that realization out to say okay how can we do this you know how can we do this together in terms of being able to drive this forward and try and make this an equal opportunity um product for everybody because you know well well my website's called miscarriage for men um we're non-descriptive we've got uh female subscribers on there who are coming to us asking for how can how can females help the partners? So you know right. it, it it is out there. It's just yeah. a case of how do we bring that out into the public and get more people involved in it. That's the that that is the big question. Um, 
and like you say, you know, uh, there is there is more stuff coming out in the media with regards to miscarriage and miscarriage support. But again, a lot of it is very focused around around the woman, and rightly so. She's going through it physically and mentally. But there is a second person in the, who's going through this scenario as well at the same time. And you know, and it might not affect everybody, but you know, um, I mean, I launched my website on the seventh of March, and. While I launched it on the 7th of March, the next day, after just one day, I had over 10,000 people who had commented on the post. Wow. You know? And, you know, uh, and that was, that, was in, that was in one day. Now you fast forward, we've been live for 14, 15 weeks. Um, the original post that I put on this had 3.6 million hits. Um, and over, we've had over 100,000 visitors to the website and um, over 1,000 subscribers. So it shows that it's a much needed platform and people yeah. are actually crying out for this. But... It, yeah. Making sure dads know about services or have reminders about services as well, I think is really important. I think that's why we, you know, we love kind of doing podcasts like this and we sort of speak quite often at sort of conferences for NHS staff so that kind of midwives in, you know, in all the areas are aware of us and are kind of able to refer people to us. And because I think when, when we had our little one, I remember sort of hearing about some services for dads, um, you know, before the birth. But then it's, you know, as I was saying earlier, it's quite often a bit later for dad. So six, nine months down the line, you're not going to remember a, a leaflet yeah. you've got given at, a, a, you know, an NHS class three months yeah. before your little one arrives. So just kind of keeping that awareness out there and 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 just reminding dads that there is stuff out there for them. And it doesn't have to be formal and clinical and it can be friendly and can just be that little bit of help that they might need. I think that's important. Yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm guessing that support, you know, like you like you just said, it doesn't necessarily mean that you are, you know, you either have a miscarriage or you have a baby and then you're suffering at that point. It could be a delayed, you know, in the way that postnatal depression is is, you know, not necessarily straight away. It's it's the delayed uh response that then people think, well, how do I seek this support? Um and I guess like you're saying, it's making sure that that support people know about it, not just at the at one point and i guess i guess we ha how do we do that what sort of work what sort of support do you offer stefan if i can ask you know what do what do dads come to you with yeah so we do a mixture of one-to-one -one and and group meets so um with the one-to-ones we do them on the phone but also we meet people in person as well so we're based around bristol and sort of surrounding areas south gloss north somerset and into sort of bath area to baines um, so yeah, we meet people in person and 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 on the phone and chat chat one to one, uh, and then we also have the group meets, which are usually sort of five, six, seven dads just all sat around. We get some pizzas in, um, and and we just sort of say, "Hey, you're doing this week? You know, what's what's new with you?" And you know, obviously everybody has their own sort of unique story, but it's amazing how often common themes come up. You know, someone will say, "I'm struggling with this," and and and, and quite often us as the sort of you know, we, we're not therapists, we're not experts, we're just dads too. Um, but we, you know, we don't claim to be the experts and we don't, um, we facilitate the group, but we don't really lead them as such. Quite often the dads are just kind of chatting amongst themselves and helping each other out with with their problems. And the group sessions especially are really nice because you get dads who maybe are struggling. Kind of, they, they like to carry on coming even when they're in a much better place because they kind of like helping the other dads that are coming through and maybe having a, having a tough time and, it's just that kind of really nice informal environment where people sort of realise that uh, you know you're not the only one having those thoughts. You know, nothing nothing you thought probably hasn't been thought by a dad before, and and you know there are ways ways through these things and and help out there for people. 
And uh, have you found that it's mainly first-time dads that are sort of particularly particularly vulnerable, or do you, or is this, you know, or is it? It's a, it's a mixture. Um, I would say, you know, with with this, we get quite a few dads who sort of come to us preemptively who maybe had um, sort of mental health um, worries in the past um, and are kind of aware that any kind of big life event, you know. It could could trigger those kind of things again um but then instead we quite often get dads especially the first time dads um who have had sort of no no issues with their mental health at all and you know the arrival of a of a child is a huge thing you know it, it you're sleep deprived i was gonna say yeah you have issues with you know juggling your work and your sort of sense of your own identity and your career drive and, and changing and nature of your relationship i'm guessing that yeah exactly. everything and, and worries about mum and baby you know whether that be physical or, or mental health you know worries with mum as well um there's a whole lot of complex things going on and and you know we get some dads as well who sort of the arrival of a little one sort of maybe triggers them sort of thinking about their relationship with their dad if, if that hasn't been particularly positive so there's a whole, you know, a whole range of different things going on, um, and, and 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 but but the good thing is, no matter how complex or unusual those problems might seem, if you have a chat in a group, you will co- quite often find some common ground with someone, which I think really helps people to not feel quite so alone with their, yeah. their worries. And do do many of the dads that come to you go on to seek help? I mean or for some dads is is your sort of facility you know that open chat sharing sharing sort of problems is that enough for them or what sort of what are the sort of numbers that go on to actually yeah I would say about sort of 70 80 percent of the dads we 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 work with if not more um kind of you know come for a few sessions sometimes people only come for one or two sessions sometimes people stick around for sort of four to six months um but they usually sort of go on their way in a much better place at the end um occasionally we do refer people on if they're still struggling to sort of other other services or or sort of yeah clinical settings um and do they quite often with those people it's it's people who would never have considered those in the first place so it's really nice for us to sort of act almost a stepping stone in in that sense you know someone who would never have dreamt of going to see their GP um you know if they've spoken with us in a peer-to-peer setting and that hasn't quite you know they've still got worries then it gives them that confidence to take that extra step sometimes yeah and that's sometimes just what's needed isn't it that sort of middle middle person to yeah and and Chris, in terms of the sort of advice support that you can offer or that you do offer, how does that work for dads that get in touch with with you through Miscarriage for Men? Yeah, I mean, you know, very like what like Stefan was saying there. Um, uh, you know, I, I love I love that phrase that you know we're not the experts because that's exactly the same as us. All we are is a group of uh, guys who've who've been through what they're going through now. You know, and. Um, that's the same, we have the same approach. So if they ask us a question based around miscarriage, um, we'll say, look, you know, we might not have the answers, but we'll certainly go away and find it. Are you looking for peer-to-peer support or do you want actually professional help? And that's the vision that we've got for Miscarriage for Men going forward is we'll kind of be the middle ground. So if guys want to come online and they want to chat to somebody and just go, guys, look, I feel down in the dumps. Me and my wife or partner are going through this. I need someone to talk to. Great, come and talk to us. Doesn't have to be about miscarriage. Talk about the football. Talk about boxing. Talk about the weather. You know, yeah. talk about whatever. As long as we can get them to talk, and that's the big thing. And then when they feel comfortable enough to open up, then we can start asking the questions. You know, do you do you need to see somebody professional? If so, 
we're happy to act on your behalf and we will we will we will reach out to these organizations and say look we've got this guy he doesn't feel comfortable contacting you direct however can you give us some advice we can pass on to him or we will pass on your the details and you can make direct contact with him and when he feels comfortable enough then you can have the dialogue between you and, and these organizations that you talk of and and i guess the same for you stefan are are they readily out there i mean are there specific organizations that help men's mental health or or are these just very general general organizations and is that an issue that you think might encourage more men to seek help if they were specifically tailored made you know for for men I think what we find in in Bristol, I don't know whether this is this is the same for, for you, um, but we we find that quite often it's it's funded by the local NHS trust or by a local you know charity. So sometimes the services or the options out there for sort of signposting people vary quite a lot, and sometimes they're easy to find with a bit of googling, or sometimes we'll we'll you know stumble upon something that we've not known about for a year. So your chance, kind of as a dad, to find all of the possible options for you, you know, when you need it, it, it isn't easy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a sort of knowing, having that knowledge of places to send people, I think is really, really useful, especially when some of those services are only sort of local or regional. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that as well. Um, you know, there's a lot of, from, from, a, from a miscarriage and stillbirth point of view, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good charities out there, but it does take some finding if you need something specific. That's the, I think that's the, big thing that comes with it um and if you're a if you're a guy going on to these websites you'll tend to find that there's lots of pages on them but there's probably only one part of that that's tailor-made towards guys yeah and i think yeah. that's and i think that's one of the issues that comes with it it's not that they don't want to help them it's just be, the primary focus is around the miscarriage as a whole yeah. rather than it being tailor-made to male or female and i think um you know that's where we want to be at is that if somebody does come to us with a specific problem that they have then we can point them in the right direction and say well actually you know what it is we've collaborated with xyz and these can offer this sort of facility for you boom, 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 and yeah. rattle them off and if they go oh actually that sounds like something that i'm really interested in can you put us in touch absolutely and we'll make the connection for them yeah and that's really key isn't it making those connections taking that hard work out of the already difficult you know difficult process that they're going through anyway yeah and i think i think one of the big things that's came from it certainly from a from a you know from a miscarriage and baby loss point of view is we're starting to see big companies get this on board in in their hr policies now you know last week john lewis announced that they're going to have uh, equal paternity for for me uh, for male and female so um that's great and then they've also brought in a bereavement um uh, bereavement and grief uh, for loss for baby loss yeah. uh, which is fantastic to see you know and hopefully more more companies will start to follow suit this is it's what you'd like to see wouldn't it somewhere as big as john lewis if they can if they can do it successfully and they can share how it can work yeah like you say to get others going down a, a similar a similar route and offering that support too two men in an equal way is yeah is, is beneficial for all isn't it? it oh absolutely and i think you know uh going back to like what stefan said before there is there is um there is starting to be a realization that uh men's mental health and um around paternity and all this kind of thing is being recognized now i've done a i've done an interview with um with with men's health um just a, a few weeks back which was published this weekend um and you know they've done a full they've done a full page interview with um around miscarriage and um the stuff that comes and the stuff with, that comes with that now from a men's point of view and it's great to see these big organizations actually taking a stand up and actually yeah. be willing to to process this 
Yeah, because typically it has been, as we said at the start, uh, topics that are seen as women's issues, isn't it? And we, you know, to try and get away from that notion that it is, you know, affects male and female in very different ways. Um, it's, yeah, it's about being open and honest, I guess, isn't it? And absolutely. Get and I, discussion going. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, one of the one of the other things that comes with it as well, going back to the to the workplace scenario is... If uh, I mean, for instance, I had I had somebody who who came to speak to us on our website, and he was told by his boss, "I hope you're not taking time off because we're too busy," you know, <laughs> and like, you know, and it's this, and it's it's one of them where I just I sat back and I was just like, "Wow, really? Yeah. Was that but, was that really said?" Yeah, you know, but, and, but that won't be an isolated case, will it? You know, that's no, of course just one not. Absolute that's, one example, which is frightening that uh, th- these kind of conversations are happening all the time. Absolutely, but if he. If if that if that specific manager thinks that that person's going to go into work and give 110 percent while he's you know whether he's sat at his desk or he's sat at heavy machinery or whatever, his mind's going to be elsewhere. It's going to be all over the place. And for what it would cost them to pay out two weeks bereavement leave, it would cost them a hell of a lot more if there was an industrial accident. Uh, absolutely, yes, yeah, totally. I think that support from employees is is really important as well. We speak to a lot of dads who you know that they're struggling with element with the mental mental health in regards to elements of being a dad but there's quite often you know other things going on as well and stresses at work is is a really is a huge one and you know if you're struggling with a little one and 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 you're also struggling because you've not got a supportive boss behind you then that you know that just adds to adds to everything so i think kind of the stuff we've been saying about the sort of the broader sort of change in public attitude um it's heading in the right direction i think we need to keep the momentum going but yeah. i think it helps for sure a long way to go but it's you've got to start the ball rolling at some point haven't you we're making the first steps i think yeah yeah definitely so um dad's in mind is based bristol um ways that's correct isn't it stefan yeah so um we started in bristol and we've sort of been gradually spreading out so we're in the surrounding areas and we've just um launched down in the sort of south hams kind of area as well down on the coast so yeah we're sort of gradually expanding outwards do you you see there being plans to to to, you know push this out nationwide um are other organizations starting to sort of um see the benefits Have have you seen other organizations sort of pop up since you've been working with dads in mind yeah, definitely. There are other sort of similar groups um, around the country and we're sort of trying to expand outwards from, from Bristol, but there are certainly other people sort of offering similar services around the country. I think it would be great if there was, you know, coverage across the whole country because it, yeah. it, it, it's not fair really that people have different levels of support available to them based on their postcode. It is a real sort of postcode lottery and um, yeah, it would be great if there was a day where where between you know whether that's us in dad's abide or, or through a combination of organizations i would love to see that support for dads being everywhere but um we are a way off that yet unfortunately sadly yes and and miscarriage for men chris what where's your plans i know you're you know this is what a few months of since launching but where where are your vision or what is your vision of where you see this go yeah i mean you know we're we're very we're very similar to uh to, to stefan's organizations with dads and mind you know we we when we when we move forward our plan is to do some um you know some outreach meetings as such some uh some meetups where that will be you're not quite sure yet um but that's that's certainly something we've got in plan and we plan to just uh support other charities who are you know very similar to us alongside men's mental health and miscarriage and everything like that um 
because for me, the big, the biggest thing about me is, is that the more we can spread the word, the more we're going to help people. And whether that be um, through podcasts or whatever it is moving forward, um, we're willing to look at everything. Um, we've already got a few things in the pipeline with some with some other charities who we've we've spoken to already um, in terms of uh, stuff that they do. Um, we're going to do some collaboration work with them around that. But like I say, you know, the the more people that um, we can collaborate with and. and share the work that they do you know when i set miss coach men up it was all about just helping one person and if i can help that one person hopefully they can go on and help one other person and then you know likewise like stefan saying with the with the dads in mind you know if you can get where you have meetups where you have a variety of different um organizations but who are all under the same umbrella as such um i think that would be a wonderful thing in terms of their support you know nationwide yeah, well, you've both, I mean, both charities are just, you know, the work that you're doing is is really commendable. And I do hope that the uh, the word gets out there. And obviously, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. And you can eat to share share details. If if people want to know more, guys, both both of you, where can they find the details? Yeah, so for, for us, um, we are uh, www.miscarriageformen.com. Uh, but you can find us over on Twitter or on Instagram uh, also, which is uh, our Twitter handle is Miscarriage for Men, and the same on Instagram as well. Super. And can I just point out as well, this is not your full-time job, is it, Chris? You? It's, it's not. No, I have a full-time job alongside this. So <laughs> Busy, busy. <laughs> and Stefan, if I can just ask you the same, where, where can people yeah. find out more? So we are dadsinmind.org um, and people can go on the, on the website to find out more information. And um, you can also, if you want some help, you can self-refer yourself through the website so you don't have to go through any kind of um, sort of clinical process or COGP or anything like that. You can just drop us a, an online form and then we'll get in touch um, to support you. Um, and then also, yeah, we're on um, we're on Twitter and Facebook um, with the handle Dads in Mind, so you can find us there too. Amazing. Thank you very much. Here's to keeping the conversation going. Um, and, and yeah, well done. Great, great news for, for organisations like yourselves. Thank you. Thank you. Join us next time for another episode of All Things Early Years. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us and to our guest today. Tune in next month. And in the meantime, pop over to our website and follow us on social media. Kids Planet, working together to inspire your world.